and welcome to another episode of the True Patriot Outfitters podcast. Folks, we've got a special episode here. Pretty much our interview time is done for this season here, but uh, I had a chance to meet this dude uh, last week when we were in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and we knew immediately when we started talking about this uh, that, that we had to do an episode together. Um, these guys are brothers of ours in uh, in the in the cause out there of bringing helping and healing uh, across in any many ways that we can. Um, this guy is the co-host of the Scuttlebutt podcast. If you haven't checked uh, uh, checked that out yet, you need to. We'll be putting links for that up uh, throughout throughout the evening here. Go check out those guys. It is a, it is a fantastic podcast. Without further ado, let's go ahead and bring in the man himself, Mr. Andrew Frar or combat chaps welcome to the show sir hey thanks gene um dude seriously that intro is like out of control (laughs) i dude i love it i have got so many ideas to tell my host when he gets back from vacation i'm like dude we gotta start i mean we we do the national anthem yes yep yep but i think i think adding more pictures um would definitely help our exposure um Damn, I'm. I was impressed. I was like, "Holy shit!" Wow. <laughs> that looked well, really good. I'm glad you liked it, man. Yeah, it's uh, that's our new one for 23. And as you see, even the the logo is the old logo. Um, it, that was the original logo that we come up with. Yeah. Um, once we uh, locked in with the Colorado roots here, we we updated our logo to kind of incorporate the Colorado Sea behind old George Washington on his horse. There, dude, I love it. Yeah, and, and, and so, you've got the the Romans Warrior Foundation. Um, always, I mean, we got to give a shout out to Brian, uh, Brian absolutely. Romans, wherever the hell you are. I got, <laughs> I'm going to give you a call. Um, I'm waiting on an email from you, and you know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> yeah, he knows. He knows. I'm not going to. I'm not going to press it. Uh, it's just <laughs> we're very, very excited about what he is is giving me and my wife. Uh, I'm I'm so excited. Cause we're going on a really nice vacation and he really, awesome. really helped out with that. And, uh, I'm just, I'm so happy about Shannon and Brian helping us out. And he's going to be helping out my VFW post with a VFW one, two, two, zero six cruise next year. So sorry, Dude. I let, I let the cat out of the bag. That's but all right. He helps out with that. You know, and that's that's the thing, man. It's uh, Brian Romans is somebody that whether he likes it or not, he's stuck with me for life. Um, I love this dude to death and believe in his mission so much. And the fact that he was willing to share space with me and allow yeah. me to come along on this mission um, is something that I, I, I am thankful for every day. And it's why we've, you know, dedicated so much of our time and efforts, you know, with uh, the RWF and, and just protecting all that is, you know, within the network, man. And it's, yeah, he's the, the, it goes so beyond the things we can't talk about in possibly in one given day. No, you can't. You got to have a different. You got to have a. You got to have a part two, a three, and a four yeah. just to get uh, Brian Romans. Because he just where where he feels he can help, he's going to help. That's just the nature of the guy, you know. And, and, and I mean, so it, it's, he's a marine. He, he's right. a marine. He, <laughs> I mean, he was in from '96 to 2011. He calls me commander because I am the commander of the VFW that he's a part of, which is still weird because he outranks me by three ranks. He's a staff sergeant in the Marine Corps. I only got out as a corporal, 
And so it's weird when he calls me commander and sir. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, I am just a boot to you. Like I, you had woodland camis and black boots. I had the Marpat and brown boots. I have, I, I'm not even, I can't even eat at the same table as you. <laughs> Cause you're an E6, you're a staff NCO. I'm like a corporal. I'm like a little NCO that just got his blood stripes. I mean, well, you guys, you guys all are, are giants in, in our eyes, brother. And that's, I mean, we, well, you are we, too, man. I mean, uh, I, we're the civilians out here that are just thankful to, uh, to be rubbing shoulders and, and, you know, trying to make sure that you guys, all of you guys out there know just how damn important uh, you are and how much, you know, regardless of the crap you see elsewhere, how much we love you and how much you're needed. And, and yeah, I mean, that's, that's our mission, you. man. We thank you for, and you, you know, you're a huge supporter of Brian. You're a huge supporter of Stop 22. You came up oh, to Murfreesboro, or came down, <laughs> sorry, came down to across. Murfreesboro, across, <laughs> to see the wall and oh, yeah. to listen to Sal, which he played actually Saturday night. Awesome. He did a great job. Um, yeah. um, Bobby Henline, the comedian, uh, was there. Uh, the guy That's who's awesome. got 92% center of his body third degree burns um missing an arm and this guy is the most he's the funniest comedian i've ever i've ever seen he's dark humor he makes fun of himself which me and fleek we went to his show at zany's and um we were like we we weren't sure to laugh at his jokes because he's making fun of himself and we're like dude that's really dark we i don't know if i can laugh at that but he's 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 a salty of the earth great great individual and we, we actually sat down to dinner with him and his wife on Saturday night. And it was just amazing. He is very soft-spoken um, when he's not on stage. He is the, got the kindest heart you've ever had. If you are around any of the areas, he's, he's doing this comedy tour, like Fort Bragg, Fort Knox, whatever, whatever the base is, the Army base in Colorado. I have no right. idea what it is, but he'll be up there. He's going to Camp Lejeune. Um, he's just an amazing guy, and I'm, I, I wouldn't have done it. I, I wouldn't have been there if I hadn't known about Brian's Roman, uh, Brian Romans or Stop right. 22 or his huge following and Stephen Cochran and Daniel Broderick and, and Sal and Micah and, and all the guys. I mean, Micah's a part of my post. Stephen's a part of my post. Sal's a part of my post. Brian's a part of my post. That's awesome. I mean, half of Stop 22 is in the best VFW in the state of Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm saying that right now. Yep. I hear you. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, heck yeah. Well, yeah, no, dude, I, we've got 301 people. We had 26 when we started like a god at recruiting. So I'm that good. <laughs> That's right. Prepared I am. And, and You're humble. Welcome. <laughs> You're welcome for my service. No, uh, no. I am That's humble. Awesome. Um, some, That's awesome. Sometimes. But when I get on a podcast, I kind of toot my own horn but i had to i had no to worries. actually um i had to talk about tsp the scuttlebutt and you just you just flashed it uh yeah thank you very much of course um this is the idea that um my host uh he's on vacation right now and he's very sorry he can't be here we'll get him on he, we'll do, on, we're gonna be doing some cross stuff together okay. i'm sure man we'll, he's we'll on a carnival stuff. cruise right now i think he's in nice. dominican republic i know he's, he's all right cr- now i'm jealous i know right so he came up with this idea, and uh, he's like, dude, he told me about it, and he's like, hey, what do you think about this idea about recording stories of our veterans? And I'm like, dude, that's a fantastic idea. 
And he's like, well, and he asked me, and I'm so humble about this. He asked me to be his co-host. One, never been, like, I hate, you know, I used to hate podcasts. Um, I'm a horrible uh, 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 speaker. Horrible, because my voice sucks, because the Marine Corps killed my voice. Um, you don't like to like, talk. I don't like to talk. <laughs> I, like, I got a C-plus in interpersonal communication, which I had to take in college. I got a C-plus in that class. Like, I, dude, I drank my way entirely through that class. <laughs> Didn't care. Um, and he called me up, and he's like, do you want to help me out? I'm like, yeah, of course. Man. <laughs> and so we started in his house, um, God, a year and a half ago. And, um, we would get on and we would bring our, you know, fellow VFW members to, to an interview. I'm like, Hey, do you want to meet here at, you know, uh, seven o'clock, uh, Christiana, Tennessee, meet at my house. Um, and we'll record. And I'm like, okay. And he paid for all of his own recording. He actually gave me his laptop and he just gave me this new camera. Um, and the, these set of ears. Nice. Um, and we have gone from his, his house to StreamYard. Uh, we have done Navy SEALs, Green Berets, Rangers, um, Air Force guys. We actually collect the stories of the lowest pogue to the highest operator. It's just it's been crazy. That's awesome. And a Pogue, um, if, if you guys don't know out there, um, uh, for the true Patriot Outfitters yeah. uh, audience, a Pogue is a person other than a grunt. Uh, <laughs> and so we, we, we use that term a lot because everybody else, except for grunts, are Pogues. So it, it kind of works out. That's uh, and I, I was a combat, uh, a combat vet, uh, 3-8 India Company, uh, machine gunner, um, and yeah, and uh, we just make fun of pogues, but pogues are very, very um, important because they're the ones that do the shit that we don't want to do. That's right. They're That's the ones right. that do the accounting. They're the ones that get us paid. They're the ones that bring food uh, and MREs to our and our ammo to our, you know, to our areas of operation. So we can't, you can't have grunts without the people that are actually supporting it. And That's right. So. So how did you, uh, you and Fleek, you guys are the two hosts of the show there, um, putting it up here. You can find it at uh, uh, Facebook. You can follow it at, at TSP, the Scuttlebutt. Also Spotify jump over. And YouTube. And, yep, and jump over Apple to podcast. YouTube. You'll catch it at the Scuttlebutt podcast at the at sign there. You'll track them down that way. And yeah, pretty much any of the, uh, uh, any of your favorite. Are you uh, looking audio, all that stuff up version. right now on your computer? I am. Yeah. Wow. I've got three monitors, man. I could. See, I, look I, like I, could, I can't. I can't do that. I could you land know. like a ship here, you know, pretty much at this. Oh, trust me, that's the only thing impressive about what's going on around that's this room impressive. right now. We don't it's, have uh, that. I mean, yeah. Fleek does, but I don't have that. I, I have one screen, and that's it. I can't. I, I have to use my phone if I have to look anything up, and it's right here. So I spent 23 years in the IT industry. Hoorah! Um, yeah, and uh, over half of that in government IT. And uh, so, yeah, I, I when I started getting involved in a lot of this stuff, trying to pick up the technology side kind of came second nature to it, you know, so it wasn't too tough. But there's That's still awesome. been a still been a heck of a learning curve. But no, dude, I've watched a couple of your episodes and uh, and listen in. I absolutely love the 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 raw conversation nature that you guys have. And the fact that I mean, this this podcast is for veterans. If you if you are a veteran, if you're a first responder, if you're giving your life a service. 
tune into this thing, man, yeah. because it's, it's real conversation. No, you know, no, no filters, no nothing. And Definitely it's not. Just, we it's say coming. Some, we say some fucked up shit on this. <laughs> I mean, we don't. That, pro- that might be the first F bomb on the true Patriot outfitters. Sorry. And sorry, I, no, guys. I'm sorry. Sorry. No, guys. no I'm a chaplain and I swear my, my head off. You know what? God, I'm okay with that, and God's okay with that because He has not struck me down yet. <laughs> no, man, we're. Uh, you know what? I've I've never had a beef with. Uh, if anybody does, then they can comment, and I can uh, I can tell them that's cool, and uh, we can move on. <laughs> so no, I, the, I'm uh, sorry. I, I'll wash the, my mouth. I'm sorry. No, it's... you don't. No need to. No worries. No worries. But yeah, man, I like I said, I've uh, seen a couple of these out there and and had a chance. I'm subscribed on YouTube. If you're listening here, do the same thing. Get out to uh, YouTube. Yeah, get a subscription definitely. going. Um, and I'm sure I'll be listening to some of the other episodes as I'm driving down the road as our season because I'm, well, I'm always doing audio stuff and podcasts. Uh, if you have a okay, it, when you're going to Gunnersville, uh, you yeah. need to listen to Lieutenant Commander Andrew Paul, Navy SEAL. That's a okay. good one. Uh, um, RPC uh, Chief Young, who's still in the Navy, and he was my RP in 2005. Nice. I've known this kid for 18 years. We actually wow. he, that uh, episode just aired last Sunday, um, and then Uncle Sai. That's a really good one because he was Army. Nice um, Uncle Sai from uh, um, Duck Di- Duck Dynasty people. Right, right, right. Um, he's a he's a he's, that was a great interview. Um, there's one actually from August 7th, which is National Purple Heart Day. We had seven Purple Heart recipients on the scuttlebutt, wow. all of them, all at the same time. And we all That's got awesome. their stories. And that is a really, really good one to listen to. Heck, yeah. Yeah, I actually, uh, my first introduction to to deciding to change our mode of business was uh, uh, with the Warrior Bonfire Program. I was invited to a uh, to an outing in Vienna, Missouri, to uh, to spend some time with six Purple Heart recipient combat vets, and uh, it changed everything. Um, it absolutely cool. it changed everything for us. I, I spent several hours on the drive home talking to my my uh, lovely, beautiful, very smart wife, and just impressing upon her how important it was that. We got to change up. We're not. I'm, I, if I want to make a career doing this fishing thing, it can't be just for chasing fish and checks. Right. We we got to do something that that leaves a mark somewhere, man, and something that makes a difference. And so we come up with this model, and uh, I still don't know if it's going to work. I mean, I might have to grow up again and go get a real job eventually. But no, don't say like, that. Like the wife says, you know, I'm doing this stuff for the Karma Bank. She takes care of the other bank. <laughs> so I'm very lucky in that regard. Yeah, no, you are. <laughs> but no, but um, the, yeah, Fleek and I, um, I mean, Fleek, he did, he wanted to do it, you know, just to record the stories. And then he added something else to it. He wanted to turn um, our, turn it into a, uh, a nonprofit and take mm. these kids, take these people that we interview to baseball games, to hockey games, to football games, free of charge and with a mentor and, and helping save the 22, which is not the 22 anymore. It's actually the 44. Right. Um, it's 44 veterans. It's not 22. The 22 is gone. The VA is now saying it's 44. And, but we are making a difference because, you know, we could help people. And listening to this podcast, your podcast and ours, it, it actually helps 
those people that are suffering from PTSD, TBI, what have you. Um, oh yeah. And oh, yeah. It, it's, I've come a long way. I, I, I'm not, I'm going to, I'm not going to be humble on this one. I have come a long way. I mean, five years ago I was a drop down drunk. I had a second DUI. Um, and I just, I, I didn't even know I had a problem until I went inside myself and I'm like, Andrew, you've got a problem. And so I went to veterans treatment court, AA, um, I went to this amazing program called Save a Warrior. It's in Hillsboro, Ohio, and it's a 72-hour detox, of a warrior detox, meditation, CBT, AA, ACA, equine therapy, and um, ropes course. They do all this stuff in 72 hours. Wow. And then you have a 500-day plan after that of aftercare. And it's just amazing. I haven't had any, I haven't taken meds in two years now. My nice. life, I'm living my best life right now. I love my wife. I have a house. Like I, I would never have thought I'd be a, be a house owner. And I am. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm adulting. That's awesome, man. And I never <laughs> thought I would be adulting because I was stuck in the bottle for, I started drinking when I was eight years old. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. Wow. And yes, you know, and I'm, I'm spitting into a Crest Advanced uh, mouthwash. Okay, that's what. Yeah. So if you're seeing that and you're like, "What the hell is he spitting into?" It is a Crest Advanced mouthwash empty bottle. It's the only thing I could find. This episode brought to you by <laughs> uh, Crest uh, Pro Health Advanced. Yeah, that's right, Crest. If you're watching, uh... <laughs> yeah. We, yeah, you need to give that money to True Patriot Outfitters. Like, and right now. we'll we'll split that. You know, TSP, TPO, we got it all, man. No, man. So that's that's awesome, awesome stuff on on many many fronts. And now, you know, with with the TPO podcast, what we what we wanted to do was, um, you know, we try to split it up between the nonprofit and the fishing thing, right? I mean, the fishing piece. All of this, is, our our desire is recreational therapy. Yeah. Um, I did a, a ton of research online about recreational therapy, and I watched it over the course of a few years go from uh, what was considered alternative therapy to what is now it's classified as what's known as complementary therapy. So it's moved up. Yeah. They know the benefit. Medical journals have, have documented yep. this stuff time and time again, that just the simple act of getting outdoors, man, can improve your mental health. Exactly. Now, when you add other areas in uh, on the recreational therapy side, um, and curriculum and different, you know, different points with that, which is what we're in the process. I'll, I'll air it here first and, and let people know. Um, in order to say that we, we want to provide recreational therapy services, we have to make sure we are. Um, we, we want to, but I need to have curriculum. I need to have um, certification. A, a certification of a recreational therapist. Well, we have, and we're going to be making announcements in the coming weeks, but we now have a, a master therapist who's agreed to do some pro bono work for us. Awesome. They're going to help get me certified as an under, like a technician in the area. And they are going to help me establish a curriculum for all of our events. We're, I think we might be the only, you know, specialized in fishing uh, uh, support nonprofit that Probably. is going I've to never, have I've never heard of another one recreational therapy. Yeah, so it's like that's that's it's a big deal for us to make sure that when we that's, go out, man, that is awesome. Real healing's taking place, along with the fact that you're gonna laugh at me or with me, one of the two. 
and we're going to catch some fish. You know what I mean? It's like that, that's, that's going to happen guaranteed. Dude, I, so. I don't, Gene, I don't, I, I know of another fishing thing, but they don't, apply, um, uh, uh, healing waters. Uh, yeah. I don't think they have certified mm-hmm. people like that in their nonprofit. I'm not, I could be wrong. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, I, I try to get on with those guys, but, um, it's just, I, I don't feel, I, I don't know. I'd rather, you know, I'd rather go through, you know, PTO. It, it sounds more, you guys sound a little, and I'm not knocking, um, healing waters or anything sure, like sure. that. Sure. No, no. Um, but I just, yours right now, it sounds a little bit more appealing right now. And you know what we, we actually shields Johnstown, Colorado and new canoe. Uh, the, they're a manufacturer of kayak. I'm actually part of team new canoe. Mm-hmm. They worked together with us last year and, and we were set up, we had, and of course, Brian Romans at Romans warrior foundation set up four kayaks. And that's what we were going to do is myself and three others. We've actually now, after talking to some, some experts in these areas, we're drawing back to where the most that I will go out with at any one given time is two other people. Um, as far as the local stuff that right. we do here. And the reason is, is to keep that interaction real, man, and to keep engaged there. Ideally, I'm taking either couples out or family members yeah. out, or if I've got a combat vet, I'm going to see if I got another combat vet that can go. And, and it's because of the fact that I'm a civilian. First off, there is no possible way that I will ever be able to fully understand what a combat vet has seen, gone through, and done. Um, I can have all the empathy in the world I want, and I can have the desire to help, and 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 that's great. But there will come a time where another combat vet there is going to get it, man. Yeah. And if I can be that conduit, I'll show them how to tie the knot and point them in the right direction to catch the fish. And if I yep. can sit back and let these two guys, you know, go in there and have a blast, and then of course the nights, you know, sitting around a campfire chatting. Dude, that's what it's about. I mean, that's if we can do that, give a couple memories like that, that reminds everybody that, you know what, we're not alone. There's lots of us out there. Dude, I just had a, a spark of, of not genius. I don't know. It just, it just, you were talking and I'm like, and I'm thinking of something here in Tennessee that would, you would be very, very open to, I think. Yeah. It's called uh, Canoe the Caney. Oh. Okay. And I, I, we've adopted, I might uh, see this all turn, it's all a circle. Like TSP, VFW, yep. um, my veteran advocacy, it all rolls into each other because uh, part of my VFW thing, we have adopted the Junior ROTC Blackman High School Blaze, oh, nice. which are the most amazing drill team for high school kids that I've ever seen. I mean, they're That's better awesome. than some of the, the, the color guards that I've seen in the service. I mean, wow. they are they have been at the American uh, American Legion World Series. This is going to be their second year in a row, and they're doing the whole thing. They only did four days the uh, last year. They're doing the whole thing. Well, these guys, since we adopted them, we help them out, um, try and raise money and have fun and stuff like that. Well, they went to Canoe the Caney. There was like 25 kids going on canoes down the Caney River in Tennessee, and I was one of the chaperones. Like, I had a I had a, um, I had to hang back in the rear and make sure nobody got lost, but maybe you can call the Caney people and be like, Hey, I want to do this for veterans or something. I mean, it's a, it's a great, they, they supply all the canoes, all the paddles, 
um, even lunch. I mean, um, it's just, it's just a crazy. Yeah, are you online right now? Looking? Yeah, up? I'm, I'm looking at their website right now, man. Let me, uh, let me throw it up here. I just, quick. as soon as you said that, I was like, oh my gosh, Canoe the Caney. And it's, it's, it's great. It's a, it's a great, we did like, I don't know, six miles down the Caney and it, it took like, yeah, they, that's it. It was awesome, man. It's, it, and it's only like 30, 35, maybe 40 minutes away from me. Yeah, that, uh, it does. It's, uh, it, it looks, I mean, there's a bunch to look at here, but, uh, at a canoe, the Caney. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's so pretty. And we did it, uh, we did it in the fall. No, we did it in the spring last year and it was, it was awesome. I got a great workout in. I did not get wet, which was awesome. <laughs> I did not go in the drink. Um, nice, nice. So, but like when I grew up, I was doing kayaks with, you know, the skirts and everything and doing Eskimo rolls and stuff like that. Sure. They don't do that stuff anymore. I mean, do they have those kayaks still or are the kayaks have changed altogether? Yeah. So now you have, um, let's see. They're open kayaks. Yeah. So now it's the, there is a fishing kayak. That's more, it's what they call sit on top. So yeah, I'd never even saw one before last year. Well, and that's, I have, I find myself like, uh, when I went to the, uh, CVMA meeting last month, uh, combat veterans motorcycle yeah or, i know front, yeah I, I got some good buddies that are cvma good that's uh, a good group front range chapter three six here i went and i was talking about kayak fishing and some of the looks on their faces you know you're here in colorado and you say the word kayak so i have to always remind people listen we're not doing whitewater fishing all right we're not going down a river and, and hitting rapids <laughs> We're going to go find the calmest body of water I can find. We're going to get on these very long, stable kayaks. You know, my 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 unlimited is a twelve and a half foot, forty one inch wide. The thing wow. is, a, is a yeah, it's a platform um, to keep my chunky butt in it and and to keep me stable. Yeah, I needed something that was going to be very stable, and this unlimited is every bit of that. It was so, yeah, and, it was great. I mean, I, I got yeah. a good workout. I didn't get wet. I didn't have to do an Eskimo roll, which I suck at, by the way. Yep. Um, I haven't done one of those in God, 25 years at least. So I was a swift water technician. I was on the Larimer County dive rescue team. Um, and I've, I've been a swimmer in swift water. I've gone through my certifications and all the good stuff. And I'll tell you, I have zero desire to ever go in rivers. I just, after you know, the dangers of rivers, there's some people that love white water and, and get in that stuff, dude, I just, nah, nah, I'm good. You know, I actually did some white I like water. That, I like that float. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny that you mentioned the outdoor recreation helps that uh, helps us helps the modality oh, yeah. of being of being. Well, I did um, when I got out of the service. I did two outward bound for veterans. Nice. And one of them took me into whitewater rafting in Colorado, and I've oh, actually yeah. climbed Mount Champion. Oh wow! Very cool. Yeah. 13646 baby and I had a nosebleed the entire time. Yeah, that's you know, I actually had thought about doing some some hiking uh adventures here in the state of Colorado. I have a very very good friend who is uh somebody that I would I would bring on as our master cuz he's he has hiked more 14s, you know, and nice. the the guy is is through and through somebody I would trust my, you know, put my life in his hands. And so he and I were kind of talking about this about what we do and one of the big time dangers is the fact that, look, if I'm bringing some guys in, say, from Alabama or Tennessee, dude, the first three, four days, you know, if we're trying to throw them and climb them up to 10,000 feet, we're just asking for headaches and puking yeah. and all kinds of elevation problems. 
it's like this, okay, we got to change this up. We got to come up with a different game plan on that because it is real, man. The elevation sickness is a real oh, yeah. deal. It'll well, get they, you. They had us, um, we had to work out. We had to actually be in a little bit of shape. Yep. I, like, at least three months. I had, like, two weeks because I was like, yeah, I'm putting it off. Uh, it still hurt me. I got to the top. Um, there's a picture on my Facebook. You'll see me at the top of Mount Champion in my uh, Marine Corps digis green. <laughs> um, and I, I went with 10 other veterans, um, you know, and we, we started out in shorts and then it got kind of cold and we did a little, um, we did a little mountaineering as well. Um, yep. it was, it was very, very cool. Um, but outward bound, they, I don't know if they're even in, still in business. I have no idea. Um, right. I was only allowed two. Uh, two uh, all-inclusive paid-for um, hikes, expeditions. And I did the whitewater rafting in Colorado, and then I did the um, I did the, uh, the mountain climbing in Colorado. That's awesome. And then, then after that, you have to pay for it. Um, so I just I just did the free ones. But yep. um, it was it was actually, actually I should probably introduce you to Bob O'Rourke. He is a fourteen. He, he, he climbs 14. He's a huge, um, I don't even know what, what, what's the term for a mountain, mountain hiker? Uh, that's a good question. A I have no idea. He's a mountain hiker. Um, not technical term. And he's certified really good. And he was a Marine Lieutenant Colonel. And he, 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 he's an awesome guy. Great guy. Uh, he's one of my friends on Facebook. Um, if you want to check him out, he's, he's a great guy. He actually led that one in Mount Champion. He's a great guy. So hiker is the only thing that I've come up hikers, with. Hikers, I guess it's hikers. Yeah. yeah. And now Garden of the Gods, that's up by you, right? That's down yeah, Colorado Springs is where that's at, down by the Air Force Academy. I know a couple people that actually hike that all the time and I should definitely yep. get you in touch with them too. Yeah, um, those yeah. are those are definitely uh that's that area down south we'd like to improve. Um you know, I'm just north of the metro area here. I'm literally in the metro but on the north end. Um, a lot of our fishing, some of the best fishing in Colorado is down south, down by Pueblo, really? and yeah, yeah, for bass, because that's what I spe- specialize in is taking guys out bass fishing in okay. Colorado, which they probably don't do. You think Colorado fishing, you think fly and trout. You know, that's what people think of when they're when they're here. Yeah. Here, I'm putting a bait caster and a spin rod in your hand, and we're gonna go hunting bass out in these waters because they're there. You just gotta you just gotta go track them down, but. And I get Dude. my butt kicked by all the guys out here that have been fishing these waters for a while. So. Well, what you're doing is is phenomenal stuff, and I'm I'm so humble and I'm so thankful for you oh, to nice. have me on tonight. Um, I mean, I just woke up from a nap and I'm like, "Where's his Where's his email? Where's his streamyard?" <laughs> and I'm waiting, and I'm I'm like I'm I'm preparing dinner, and I'm like, boop, boop. I'm like, oh crap uh honey i gotta go do a podcast right now so uh make sure that chicken is thought out so we can have it because oh i can eat thank god i'm 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 fasting for lent right now and i'm doing oh, a black, gotcha. i'm doing a big black fast like i eat before sunrise and then i don't eat until sunset and sunset happened about 10 minutes ago so i can finally eat for the for the day nice. i can have water and coffee like during the day but it's part of my um, it's part of my getting ready to be a priest. So, wow. Yeah. I applied for holy orders four months ago. Um, I've got to wait until Katrina, my wife to finish up her school. And then I meet with the Bishop of Tennessee next February. And he will let me know if it's a yay or nay. And then he'll, if it's a yay, 
he'll, he'll tell me where I have to go to seminary school. And that's, nice, man. that's three years. And so I'll be, hopefully in six years, I'll be a black shirt, white collar guy the next time I come on here and not swearing as much. <laughs> once you, I put on that black shirt, I can't swear anymore. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> It's a, it, it clamps it off there at the collar, I it, think. It, it, it makes me think. I'm like, mm, maybe I shouldn't say that. Mm, I'll be offending a lot of people if I do. Restraint. Restraint. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my gosh. You know, yeah, I don't know. If I, had a, if I had a pastor or a preacher that, you know, that spoke like me, I'm, I might, you know, be more inclined to take a look at church. You know? Well, you know, and I am an ordained minister, but being a priest and a minister yeah. are different. Minister different. is yeah. um, is one thing, and then priest, you got to go through seminary school. Um, and some ministers do, but like to be the, in the Catholic Church and the Episcopal Church, you have to go through seminary. Um, and then you have to be under a bishop. It's like a general, and he tells me, he's going to tell me where to go. Like, so he's right. going to He's going to send me to a parish somewhere in Tennessee because that's that's the diocese that I'm in. Right. So it's just I don't know. It's just another so, journey, another spiritual journey say, that I'm going to be on. What led you to this? You did this. Were you a you were a chaplain in the service? Is that right? No, no, no. I was a machine oh, no. gunner in the service. Um, okay. I and this ties into the VFW. Yeah. Um, three years ago, one of my mentors, uh, Brian Walker, who is the assistant adjutant general of the entire VFW, and he was also the uh, pasty commander of the state of Tennessee. He was my mentor. He he and I have been friends for a long time. He actually, we had our, our, our chaplain die um, um, three years ago, and it was in the middle of the year, and um, Brian, um, he called me up. He was like, Andrew, how do you like to be, um, how would you like to, you know, be the chaplain of the state of Tennessee? I was like, that'd be awesome. And so he taught me how to, I had to, I had to do a campaign. <laughs> I had to go to all the districts. I had to go to at least half of the 89 posts that we have here in Tennessee. And I had to get my name out. Um, and so then I ran at state convention. That's when you run for all your officer positions. And I won it that first year. Um, and then the second year and then the third year. And now I'm on my, uh, I'll be my fourth year if, if they have me. Uh, in June, I'll be four years running uh, as a state chaplain of Tennessee, and I I go out to uh, funerals. I um, I am a spiritual guru for those that are uh, need help, a need talking to, or, or or need some kind of solace, and it's something that I really like to do. I I get to be with the families of the deceased, and I get to help them. Um, but I also get to talk to the 15,502 members um, every month uh, with my chaplain's corner and I give them good advice and I give them prayers and I give them things they should be thinking about, like the chaplain of the year, which is due March 31st. So if you're out there uh, in Tennessee, um, it's still due. I've only got two nominees. I need some more. <laughs> No, that was a good little plug. Thank you. Right. Not bad. Not bad. But no, I just, I love the VFW. I love what it stands for. We help, we help our veterans out um, in any way, shape or form. I do. Um, but we also, the VFW provides a tribe. Like we were part of a tribe yep. in combat to the yep. left and to our right of us. We get out. We don't have anybody to turn to. No. We turn to ourselves. Why not turn to the VFW? It's, 
it's all kind. It's all kinds of veterans of, of foreign wars, different different conflicts, but we all share the same stories. We all went to we all we all went to a boot camp. We all took that oath. We all saw some sort of combat, be it helping or be it actually on the ground doing patrols and posts and whatnot. Sure. But if you were there, you can join the VFW, and um, that's why I love the VFW because. They have such a great mission that we help out our youth with our youth scholarships. We help out um, uh, help a hero. We do the still serving. We actually May six is our big help um, still serving. Um, there's going to be about probably five or six hundred posts across the country and internationally doing something for their community. And this is our second year doing it. And there's about six thousand posts uh, worldwide about a million members. So a good, a good chunk of them will be doing stuff for their community. Like my post, we'll be cleaning headstones at the Stones River Battlefield in oh, wow. Tennessee, and we'll be helping out Habitat for Humanity on May 6th. So it's going to be awesome. But I, I, can't, I can't even talk for the other, other posts around Tennessee. I don't know what they're doing, but I know there's a lot of them. And even yeah. a, across America, even in Colorado, the VFW is there. They're going to be doing something on May 6th. That's that's awesome stuff. And, you know, and that's one of the concepts we talk about that I try to teach people about that are that are maybe new and finding ways that they want to volunteer or help or just they're curious about part of the mission piece. One of the things that I try to explain to them is understand that we take about, you know, between eight and 12 weeks to recruit um, time served and then basically to send you on your way. It is basically a two, three day process. You get given some information. Here you go. Here's who to call. See you later. And it's just, it's, it's infathomable to me that, that this is, you know, still taking place after all of the, the years that we have to understand, you know, that, Oh my God, you know, I don't care if they were stateside or if they were boots on the ground in Kandahar, you know, it doesn't matter, man. Yeah. At the end of the day, like you said, that, that having a structured world and, and brothers and sisters around you that you trusted like that to, to just being stuck in civilian life, you know, and it's, it's uh, hard. It's, it's oh. tough. It, it, it took me a long time to, <clears throat> to, to be who I am today. I was stuck. I was, I was stuck in boot camp, um, three, eight India mentality for the longest time. I would go out in public and be like, Hey, do you owe me this? Because I did this for you. And that, that is totally the wrong thing that I should have done. <laughs> I did it, um, and that was the wrong thing to do. Yeah, uh, right, I right. mean, I nobody owes nobody owes me anything. Right. And, but I was also a drunk for a long time, and I just I would spend my money, um, you know, drinking all the sure. time. I, you know, sure. I I would live page, paycheck to paycheck, and I would be like, I would go to certain places um, where it was really cheap to drink. And I would just lose myself because I was very, I was very depressed for a long time. Yep. Um, well, I lost, you know, I lost a lot of guys. I, I, my first deployment, we lost eight. My second deployment, we lost 17. Um, we were uh, uh, karma in the first deployment uh, in 2005 and battle of Ramadi in 2006, where one of my really, really good friends, I uh, lost his life. Um, I went to a school of infantry with him and, 
uh, it's just, it's real tough. Um, and uh, you know, during that time uh, I lost my dad to suicide. Um, when I, when I was actually in boot camp, um, I lost all my friends. I lost all the friends that I just told you about. Sure. And then I lost my brother in 2014. So it was like, I mean, all this, this death and, um, and for a little bit there, I actually, um, I didn't go to church for a long time. Um, you know, I did, you know, I did growing up, but then while I was in, I just, I didn't even think about, it. I was thinking about the mission more than anything else. I didn't even think about my dad taking his own life. I, who by, by, um, I'll tell you that, uh, my dad, thanks on, sorry. She dropped off a note to me. That's right. uh, my, my dad was actually a Lieutenant commander in the Navy and he was actually my first veteran suicide that I had ever even known. And I was two months into boot camp. I was at the rifle range and I get called into the drill instructor, the senior drill instructor's office, um, staff Sergeant Bruno. I still remember his name. <laughs> um, and there's a priest, there's a chaplain and there's staff sergeant. And I knock on the door. I'm like, uh, this is recruit far request permission to enter the, uh, the senior drill instructor's hooch. Um, yeah, there's a whole speech. I swear. Yeah. I swear to God, there's a whole speech. Right. And so I go in there and there's a chaplain and there's my senior drill. And I'm like, Oh shit, what happened? And then they, they t I get a red cross message and my dad has committed suicide. Sorry. I might get a little no. emotional. Um, my dad's committed suicide. Um, doctor, psychiatrist, um, lieutenant commander in the Navy. Uh, my uh, taught me how to. Uh, the guy taught me how to play hockey. Uh, the guy sure. taught me how to skate, and he he's died. And I get to go home. I get to go to New York where we were living at the time, and um, I get to go bury my father. And then I go right back to boot camp. And then I have to put it out of my head for the next four years. And then I didn't really get a good um closure with that right and right. I, you know after after my three deployments um i came home i i had god i had so many jobs it's not even funny i think one year i had 10 jobs in one year jeez i mean i it was it, i i didn't have a purpose i didn't have a mission um you know i this this whole survive i didn't it know would, how to survive it you were though. I mean, you were finding a way. I was finding. I was finding. I, but it took. Sure, it, sure. It took a lot. Like even even when I got married uh, four and a half years ago, um. It, actually, and I've known my wife for six years, so we started dating, you know, a year and a half before we got married, and um, I told her that I was I was sober. I, I was. I, I had stopped drinking for a year and a half, and then I met her. And I, I, I was fine. And then I went to this, this thing, this, um, mission continues, um, um, uh, convention up in Chicago. And I saw one of my three, eight guys and it was just, I was just like, yeah, nah, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to drink with my buddy. And so I did. And then I continued that on for the next year and a half while I was still dating uh, my wife and, uh, she would find me home drunk. Um, and I would lie to her, um, that it was mouthwash and, or something like something stupid. And then, um, you know, then I was sober for the wedding and I actually, uh, we went on honeymoon sober for a week. And then after that, I got, we got back from Florida and I started drinking, um, big time. I mean, I, I blew, I, 
the the breathalyzer said point two. Um, yeah. Christmas. Yes, I was. I, I had. I tell this story a lot. I had a six pack of Angry Orchard. I had two bottles of wine, and then I went down to. Uh, I hate saying this, but I went down to my uh, the, the local v, VFW yeah, in yep. Smyrna, um, and I had 18, 12, uh, 18 tall boys, and I drove home, um, and um, it was bad because uh, I got yeah. I, I pulled a Tommy boy. I pulled over to the middle of the road. I got out and I was like, "Hey, sir, just, just take me away right now because I'm, I'm, I'm done." And so he did. He took me away. I went to the drunk tank at, in Murfreesboro. <clears throat> and um, two weeks later, I was in veterans treatment court. And uh, eighteen month program saved my life. Um, and then I was. Um, I've been sober since. I've been sober since July twenty first, twenty eighteen. That's outstanding, brother. Um, you know. Yeah. You know, man, and that's, it's, people don't realize sometimes, and we're starting to get better understandings of this, but the scars that take place with our mental health, um, if not dealt with, they don't close, man. And years and years can pass by and all of a sudden they open back up. Triggers. Um, and yep. it, it, it can happen everyday people to combat veterans it doesn't matter we're human beings and if you have a if you have gray matter in your head and you know i mean then you're susceptible to this that it's it affects everybody differently but at the same time man yeah you were you were never given a shot to to fully close out a book there you know a chapter in your life and uh unfortunately you were you know turned into things that uh, that that could and you in half the time you correct me if i'm wrong but half the time you don't even realize no. what it is that you're that you're fighting you don't nope. realize that it's there you think it's just a decision and and go with it you know type thing so no you're you're totally right and and there's a, there's one program that i did that helped helped find me uh, and helped define who i am and i'm going to i'm going to plug him right now and i'm going to put you in touch with him because this is a good modality for combat vets and EMTs and firefighters and local Leos. It's a program that I mentioned before. It's called Save a Warrior. And if you look it up, it is a, it is an amazing place. Um, it's a, it, it, it's, um, it's in Hillsborough, um, Ohio. And it was actually okay. started in 2012 by Jake Clark. Jake Clark was FBI, Secret Service. He was an officer in the Army. And he founded this program and it takes a lot of the mod- all the different modalities that you see every day. Right. Uh, 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 cognitive behavioral therapy, MRT, uh, ACA, um, um, <clears throat> uh, AA, uh, equine therapy, ropes course, like I said before, like it takes all this st- stuff and it takes all the good stuff and it gives you like a roadmap of how to succeed in nice. life. And it's not, I mean, it's, it's, it's free. And guess what? It's free. It's free <laughs> for veterans. It's free for firefighters. It's free for Leo's. All you got to do is get up to Hillsborough, Ohio, right? Go on the save warrior.org. Um, fill out the, uh, the application. Someone will get to you in two days. You know, talk to Larry Turner, talk to Jake Clark, talk to Jake Weir, these guys, 
this program saved, I mean, really, really, I mean, mentally. Now, the AA, that helped me mentally and, and, and with, the, with the drinking. But this Save a Warrior got down to what you were talking to before, the scars yeah. from before, yeah. from zero to four, which we are most susceptible as kids, like one to four, whatever. We learn up, down, left, right, bad, good, um, wrong, right. I mean, this this will teach you, and it helps out with the trauma that happens afterward as well. Right, right. Well, you and, know, in and, that, that oh, support – no, I was just going to say that support network is so huge. Finding resources, um, Warrior Bonfire uh, yeah, uh, Project. Yeah, that too. They've done an amazing job at their website now. They've been – they collect – um, uh, resources out there. So you can actually go out to their website um, and they have a database that they've been compiling and they've been doing this manually. It's unbelievable the work they've been doing. You type in where you're at, what type of service you're looking for, or uh, you know what the issue is that you're looking for. And when you hit that query search, man, it populates a whole truckload wow. of different resources in a given location. And they're they're building this every year. They they they, they started. Even think it. We have that in Tennessee. Uh, no, they I, probably have. They they're maybe nation, they do. I don't know. I've never. I've they're never nationwide. Seen any. Oh, really? Is it? Okay. Yeah. Warrior Bonfire is. It goes across the entire nation, and so oh. yeah, well, check it out. Let me. I'm going to write yep. that down. I need to give yep. that to my state surgeon. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel, retired Lieutenant Colonel Mike Foss is the president. Uh, Miss. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, and they the they set just to me they set the bar. Uh, okay. It's a fantastic organization. I've, you man. know what? I, I've I've been a veteran advocate for a long time, and I've never I've never heard I've I've, I've never been approached with a name for. And I'm going to yeah. go look them up after this. Yeah, they're uh, they're a solid solid organization, and they're they're, wow. they're run they're run awesome over there. So. We're, uh, I wanted to try to squeeze in and do some stuff with them again this year and, and, and next year, uh, you know, just trying to see once some of their events, but scheduling is tough. I mean, they're scheduled what? out a full year in yeah. advance. And well, Gene, can I, can so. I put you on my schedule to come and talk to, uh, to my VFW or, or come have you talk at one of our midwinter or state conventions? We'll have to get the schedule right, brother. Cause you're, you're okay. like a 20, you're a 20 hour run for me. Okay. Uh, to to get down there from Colorado. If, if we I'm, if we pick up the tab for you to fly, would that make it easier? Well, <laughs> I mean, I mean, we can we can discuss for okay. sure. Yeah, well, we can. Yeah, well, because yeah, because I think you would be good. Um, I know in maybe 2024. I know the commander yeah. of the state of Tennessee is going to be Eric Spurbeck, and he he may have his own person that he wants to talk. But we had um, at our midwinter, we had a a POW um, talk. He was our nice. guest speaker, and uh, he was in, he was in there for eight years. Um, wow. He had a great, great story, Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. Richardson. Um, amazing, amazing story. Um, and I would love to either have you at a state convention, at yeah. a district convention, at at something with the VFW here in Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, it makes total sense. Uh, we, I mean, with the Romans Warrior Foundation being right there, you two know, hours in Muscle Shoals, yeah, two hours. It's it's a it's a walk in the park. <laughs> and now I'm actually you're, you're going to love this. So I leave Tuesday, right, for Gunnersville. Huh. My 
GPSing on day two, which is Wednesday, I'm going to be coming right through Murfreesboro. Shut up. Yeah, it's the same track because I'm coming right down through Nashville, through Murfreesboro, and dropping right down onto Gunnersville there. I was like, are you kidding me? I was just here. (laughs) Do you have time for a a quick lunch at Mission Barbecue? Uh, I will have to, like, get with you because I I don't know where I'm going to be at what time. Um, Hey, listen, I'm retired, man. I, I, I can make time. Perfect. So I will, I will make time for you, sir. Mur- Murphy's is only what, like an hour and a half away from Gunnersville. Yeah, I, I actually did a wedding um, for one of my VFW members who lives in Arab, oh, uh, nice, Arab, Alabama. But um, his mom, actually, and I, I can't believe this didn't even come to me when I when I when I saw you last weekend. But his mom runs the hospitality for that Gunnersville. Um, the golf course, the, the, oh, nice. um, yeah, I, I can't even remember. It's a whole complex of like cabins and, um, wow. dining facility in Gunnersville, which by the way, if you haven't been to Gunnersville, it's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. I, we, uh, so I guess it was maybe Monday after the wall event there that, uh, and, and Tyler's benefit concert. Yeah. Um, my wife and I, we drove down, uh, we actually went to lodge, uh, the lodge uh, of the cast iron. Yes. I got a picture in front of the yeah, world's largest cast iron Facebook. skillet dog. Heck yeah. Dude, lodge is, I, it's a, it's a super name here in Tennessee. Lodge is like, I mean, that is the epitome of like, you want to do your cornbread in a lodge cast iron skillet. Heck you yeah. Have to, have to. You know, the thing I got to say, plug in lodge here again for him. These prices are so freaking reasonable for something that's probably going to last you your lifetime forever. And, but by the way, do not get yeah. it wet. Do and do not get it wet. Make sure you dry them out real well. Make sure well, you yeah. dry it out because yeah. mine is starting to rust a little bit because I'm I'm not I'm not my attention to detail is not <laughs> not so good as it was uh, 18 years ago. See here in Colorado, dude, all you have to do is step outside of the shower and you're dried off. I mean, our air sucks the moisture right off. Really? People don't realize just how much of a desert we live in out here. I yeah, I, it's. I, and you've got you've got a couple seasons. I mean, it's uh, no, not seasons, because I was over in 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 Golden and Mount Champion, and then yep. you go west across the state, and it turns into freaking desert. Oh yeah, like yeah, Moab, it, Utah is like right is, is like right there, right? You get east of I twenty five, and it looks like it's proof that we've detonated nukes on our own soil. It, bro. Yes, it is yes. so flat. That's actually Tornado Alley. That's the point. I would, yeah, that's yeah, exactly people the, people yeah. don't realize it. No, the, half of our state is a dust bowl, man. It's I-25 and then west you've got the Rocky Mountains. Yeah. And that's the breathtaking. And then yes, you get off the western slope and you start heading down towards Utah and it turns into, you know, desolate country I was Mad, like, Mad Max lives out there. <laughs> you got trees and foliage and and really nice stuff and then you've got desert yeah, and, and nothing, and dry, and aridness, and coyotes and, don't even and, live out there. It's like yeah. there's nothing out here. What am I gonna stay out here for? Like Colorado is great because you guys, um, you guys have the Colorado Avalanche, which um, I, yes, I, had I know to... you love them. Oh, so. shut up. <laughs> yeah, I I came real close to getting my kid, you know, a no. Predators a Predator shirt or something. I was like, nah, no, nah, I want him to still like what? me. So. <laughs> Avalanche and the Preds, they play all the time. Like Chicago, yeah. Avalanche, yeah. like that's their like go to. Like that's in their um wait, they're in the same um they're in the I same think, uh 
they're in uh, a, I, definitely the same division. division. Right? Yeah, I don't know if they're in the same conference anymore, but yeah. I, 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 I'm uh, six, 17 years of hockey, and I can't even remember if that. Well, they just changed them all up. They, yeah. they moved them all over the place. Uh, Detroit's in the east now. What? You know, it's like uh, it's hey, Bobby always Hall, been in the uh, west. It's no, always been in Hall. the west. Um, number nine, Gordy Howe. Sorry, Gordy Howe. Gordy Howe, there you go. My, my boy from Detroit, Bobby right. Orr, um, Patrick Waugh from Mont- Mont- Montreal. But didn't Montreal, he go to you guys? Yeah. Oh yeah, dude! Yeah, Two Stanley Cups with us, yeah. That's right, he did. And then Ray Bork, my my Bruin, yes. tra- was a traitor and went over to the Avalanche. The Bruins did that for him, and that was an awesome deal that they. You're giving they, a shout out to the Bruins. You're 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 giving well, they, them a lot of credit, man. Right they now. really did. They really did because they made the contract doable because yeah, they knew they, they had no shot at the at the playoff run that year. So when the Avs expressed interest, the Bruins made room for it. Brought Ray in, got him his cup, and then he went back and retired, you know, in Boston. And we still hung a 77 in our rafters yeah, for yeah, him, too. I, you know, it's I like. I remember seeing that. Yeah. That, who, we, else I was, love, uh, who else was on the, the Avalanche that I, I would know? I mean, from, from you know, like, I'm Rob, 45. Rob Blake. Of course. Joe Sackick. Yeah, oh, Joey Sackick. I forgot Joe Sackick went yeah. there. Hall of Famer. He's a I badass. Got, a guy that you guys had in Nashville for a, a period of time, Forsberg. Oh, Peter Forsberg. Peter Forsberg. Of course. Yeah. You, if when he's playing for you, you love him. When he's not, you hate him. Oh, you know, dude, he's a great he's, player. I feel yeah. Forsberg. Oh, man, he was he was good for the Preds, man. Yeah. He was good for the Preds. There was. Uh, the, Which, by the yeah. way, I don't even recognize the Preds right now. I don't. I haven't been to a game <laughs> this all this year because I don't know any of the players. I don't know any of them. Does Underwood's husband still play for you guys, Fisher? Uh oh! Wait a minute, Mike. Mike Fisher. Mike Fisher. Was, no, yeah. I think he. I think he retired or I. I maybe I. Chris Robinette, one of my life members of VFW, mm-hmm. he lives in Nashville. He goes to the Lexus Lounge all the time. Nice. He would nice. kill me if I got this wrong, so I got to look it up. <laughs> he said, sort of, said, sort of set you up like that. Yeah, no, it's okay. I just you know um, I'm more in the veteran advocate side now, and and yeah. less in the in the in the in the NHL. Um, you know, so I coached youth sports from fourth grade all the way to seniors nice. uh, in high school for 18 years. I had to finally hang it up when I decided to go after this uh, fishing career piece. But now, you know, and so I, I did kind of pull away from a lot of other sports following them other than my Broncos. Um, Watch that dumpster fire unfold this year. That was fantastic. Um, but now that my son is actually playing at the collegiate level with the MSU Roadrunners, um, uh, Metro State Denver here. Uh, I'm getting back into it again and starting to watch real close. And uh, yeah, he's gone. Mike Fisher. He retired in 2018. Got it. Got it. Yep. Mr. Underwood. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, it's funny. They uh, do. Do you do, do? they do Veteran Appreciation Night? Um, they do with the Avalanche. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's actually coming up, and then they do another one in October. I think. Because in 2018, the same year that that Fisher retired, I was actually honored. Oh, at nice. a Preds game, me and my me and my wife uh, Katrina, we um we were there. We got really great seats, and awesome. I had to, I stood up. They had they had my picture up there in, in uniform, and I cried like a baby. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. They all wrapped their like at, like as soon as they they gave my all my medals and stuff like that, they started wrapping their sticks, and I I just I, you see you'll see a picture of me on Facebook. <laughs> I'm just 
bawling my eyes out. And uh, it's I'm glad the NHL, I'm glad the NHL does that because yeah. uh, that's that's a that's a that's a it's a huge thing to get honored at one of these games. Well, and it needs to be done more, you know. And that's it's putting things in real perspective, you yeah. know. I mean. Uh, I don't I don't jump in the, on politics or, or topics out there just because it doesn't do any good. But it does. Um, I don't care who you are, uh, the situation, you know, with the basketball player in the Marine and the basketball players coming home. Oh, yeah. You know, I don't care who you are, man. If that sits well with you, then there's something f- freaking wrong with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so no, no, more, sure, more right. of these more of these sports. It. it, it teaching kids to keep things in perspective, nothing wrong with having, you know, goals and dreams and looking at that stuff. But when we talk about role models, when we talk about, uh, you know, service to others, it's not athletes, dude. You know what? I'm sorry. When an athlete complains about their situation, I just shut off. I'm like, I know that $1.3 million is just not enough. I know. I just... You, you are just not getting what you deserve. Are you, you play a game. You stupid. Dooge. Yeah. You know, it's like, shut up. But, <laughs> and we, but you get the trifecta. If they are a veteran and an athlete, you're like, oh. It's a rarity. Wow. It's, it's a, a rarity. Very, yeah. I mean, yeah. The Pat, you know, obviously Pat Tillman. Yep. Um, um, God, I can't. Uh, God, Ted Williams. There you go. He was a veteran. Yep. yep. My dad's favorite player. For the, uh, By the way, go Red Sox. That's right. Nice. That's nice. right. I've got you, I've got no skin in that game. I don't. You, I, baseball guys, and me, yeah. Does, Avalanche, does, does Colorado have a baseball? Uh, wait a minute. Does Colorado I'm not, have a baseball team? I'm not even a baseball fan, and I can still tell that's a dig. Colorado Rockies, chap. Oh, Come on. Right. right. I forgot about the Rockies. Wow. Dude, I'm so sorry. I, dude, if it's you know if it's Mississippi and over there, I don't really pay too much attention. Sorry. No, I get it, man. It's, you know, I drive all over the place, but I will say, and I love coming to that neck of the woods in there. I I feel so at home. Things are, things are really beautiful in the Tennessee, you know, uh, Alabama area, but it is like a different time zone, man. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, It's, you know, um, you got a haul. It's that drive. I tell you, I pulled it to Pickwick. I drove straight through stopping every few hours to try to get some sleep on the road. I ended up being on the road for over 24 hours, Ugh. and I was just a can of smashed butt. How old are you? Yeah, 50 now. I did that okay. last year, and it's like I've, re- I've realized that's why this year my travel plans were all changed up. I'm not that's the what young. We talk- yeah, we talked uh, about that last weekend. If it's over the- 10 hours, I ain't yeah. doing it. Not anymore. I can't 10, do it. I'm, it's too old. I'm too 10, old. 10, 11 hours, I want a shower and a nice bed. I'm going to get some sleep, so that way the next day I'll pull another 8 or 10 with you. And then I arrive good. My brain isn't foggy. Things are, you know, I can, I can focus. Cause I got to the Pickwick event, which was one of the biggest events I had fished all last year with the, with the Bass National yeah. Kayak Series. And uh, yeah, man, for four days there, I was just kind of in a fog. I just, I could never get my, my thoughts you know together right on the game plan. And uh, it showed on the results there for sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we've, we've changed it, but yeah, that, it is a different zone over there, man getting getting over to you guys and i forgot the, you wait hold on you're like an hour behind me right uh, are you in central or eastern there C- central are, so are we just, in the same time no i'm in mountain so it's just one mountain. hour behind you got yep. it that's why okay yep that's right okay yep just one hour behind you because you guys are pretty close to the eastern time zone too though we are you? um actually it's funny you go to chattanooga 
Tennessee, yep. you're in Eastern time zone, which is so <laughs> weird. And it, I used to live in Suwannee, uh, which is an hour from here. But if you go down the mountain, you're in Eastern time zone. <laughs> and so I would used to go to the VA in Chattanooga. So I'd have to leave two hours early just to get to my appointment. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. That's Can we change hurt. the time zones? Can we make Tennessee just one time zone, please? Just yeah, one. that's that's uh, it's somewhere it it changes into central somewhere in Kansas, Nebraska. I always forget where the line is, but somewhere in there, I left my truck at. Uh, I didn't set it back for fallback, you know, uh, time. I just left it because I'm like, you know what, someplace I'm going to be at some point. That clock's going to be right. It's going to be right. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so. Well, this is good stuff, man. So VFW, you're doing a ton with that. We got the Scuttlebutt podcast. You're involved. You got your your finger in a lot of pies, man. And that's uh, that's what's amazing. You keep yourself busy. I, you know, and that's you know, and being an alcoholic, a, reco- a grateful recovering alcoholic, I should say. That's the first thing that um, I had to do was I had to keep myself busy. And yeah. you know what? I just I, I'm starting to learn to say no. There you go. Um, I did last week. I was like, I can't do I, I had to put in my res, res, resignation for um, an officer position uh, of another organization because I'm actually a lifeguard. I'm a oh, part-time wow. lifeguard at the YMCA. That's awesome. And I did it because, one, I love the YMCA. Two, I've been working with this, this woman um, who runs the aquatic center. She's like, when are you going to apply? I'm like, hey. I need to get all my ducks in the row and see if I can actually do this. Right. And then my VSO said I could. So then I finally applied, went through the certification. Um, so I am lifeguard uh, and CPR AD certified for adult, child, and infant. And it's funny. Um, well, it's not funny. It's pretty serious. But I actually got to save a six-year-old girl two weeks ago from drowning. Oh, wow. Good right. stuff, Jeff. All right. But, um, you know, it all plays into giving back to people because as a lifeguard, you're saving people physically. VFW, I'm saving people. Scuttlebutt, me and Fleek are saving people. Um, But I'm not doing this alone. I have help. And I have learned, and this is a big thing, I have learned it is okay to ask for help. Yes, sir. You know, this this was, I think, maybe, I don't know about my early forties, mid forties, it dawned on me that a sign of intelligence is knowing when to say, I'm not quite sure. And I'm not using that as a, I don't know. And walking away, I'm using that as a, I don't know. And I'd like to know, so I could use some help with this. Yeah. And it, it all becomes, you know, and it made so much sense because I've been in management of some fashion or form almost my entire career and one of the things that I was always complimented on is how I, the people that I hired around me, mm-hmm. because I trust my people, you know, I was not there to, to direct and push them. I was there to make sure they could get the job done they needed. And I got the resources to them that they, you know, that they needed to have to get that job done, you know? And so it's yeah. like, I'm, I'm here to support them more than I am to do anything else. Now, if, you know, if foot needs to be broken off in behind and that will do that, but for the most part, as long as you have, you know, good, solid professionals around you. So having surrounding yourself with smart people, you know, that's always a key. So and, motivated, to... and, and motivated people. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that. I just, I need, um, I mean, we've been doing so well. 
in my VFW. It's just, I, I'm, I'm hoping that the motivation, I mean, we made all American this year. I'm going to Phoenix and I'm going to get my little hat uh, that says all American commander. Nice. Um, and, uh, you know, it's it just, we went guns blazing last year. And I think, right. I think some of the steam, not, not for me, cause I, I try to, I try to re up my steam all the time, but I think a lot of my, um, and I don't want to say this, um, as a bad thing, right, but right, I right. think some people, we need to be, um, we, we need to be centered and next year, that's my new goal is that we need to recenter ourselves about the VFW. We need to help more people and we need to get excited about the VFW. There you go. And excited about getting the stories from our veterans on the scuttlebutt. Excited yeah. about helping more more people uh, with the homeless and feeding the hungry. And we just we need to reset. Yeah. And go after it again. We just we need a break, um, and then we need to reset, and then we need to go and we need That's to awesome. go guns blazing again. You know, and that's Brian and I had those talks in December about we had some things kind of land on us at the end of December that that really got to both of us, you know, quite a bit in our in our in our own different ways. But we we shared the same piece of there was a lot of disappointment with some things that that unfolded, um, you know, and it took a matter of let's let's be in the moment. Let's accept what just took place here. But then you know, within a few days, that energy came back for the two of us. And next thing you know, we're completing each other's sentences as we're talking. And then yeah. we can both see, we feed off each other when it comes to uh, the energy focus that, okay, that just is going to motivate me even more for this year that we are just, we are going to come out of this thing, you know, two-fisted approach, but we're center, we're, we're drawing back in some areas and refocusing that yeah. let's really get these right. You know what I mean? Let's really focus on this here and then we'll let it kind of grow itself from there, you know, and yeah. that's like I talked earlier on about us drawing back on the number that we're taking out at a time with the TPO or the Romans warrior, you know, right. field ops, just trying to make sure we get our thing, you know, everything just right and let it kind of grow itself, you know, through that. So, you know, that's, that's, that's great. That's great. And Brian, Brian Romans, he inspired me uh, that weekend inspired. I mean, it, uh, it, uh, it, at the, at the stop 22, the other rekindled my fire. I even that's awesome. I I mean I was I was a little tired. I mean we had we had gotten we had done everything that we <laughs> needed to do for our post, which was great. And I was like, okay, so what what do we need? What, what what needs to be done now? And I was like, okay, well I'm gonna take it slow. And then seeing them and seeing the wall, it just re-inspired me. And Brian Romans um, and Stephen Cochran, I just and and you too, Gene. I just want to thank you, you three guys, for reintegrating me back into the helping mode again. Because I was, I was kind of like, I was, I was on the sidelines. I was like on the bench. I was like, you know, I, I just need a breather. But then, then I saw that you guys. And I'm like, nope, got to get up. I got to get up back on that ice. I'll tell you, man. This well, to use a hockey cool. to, to use a hockey metaphor. That's right. That's right. You uh, you had your break. You know now for time for another shift. Now it's time for another <laughs> shift. That's right. So I will. Here's my my cool uh, combat chap story. So we're sitting there, and I'm doing oh, some trying. I'm trying to get some video footage here and there. You know, uh, Sal Sal was playing at the time yep. at the outside stage at the Heroes Den there, and I'm getting some video footage, and in walks this dude right into the camera. 
And like literally right in front of where I'm shooting it, I start smiling. I look over at my wife and she's smiling and I kind of pick my camera up like this. And next thing I know, he, yeah, he does this to Sal. And you turn around and I'm like, oh my God, it's Chappie. I had no idea it was you. I had seen you several times and I'm like, why do I know him? You know, we had never met yeah. Matt, no, but I've, no, I've yeah, watched yeah, the TSP, yeah. and I'm like, why do I know this guy? And I heard you talking, and I'm like, God dang it, I know I know him. I know that voice. Yeah, and it was voice, when you, 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 can't, you can't get rid of this voice. Once you it, hear was it, when, you it was when you turned it. around, I saw your profile, and I'm like, holy crap, that's Chabby. <laughs> that's phenomenal. <laughs> and it, just, it's just a, it, it was a blessing. That yeah. weekend was a blessing to meet you. To hear Sal, to hear all those wonderful artists, to, to I mean, Stephen Cochran, I mean, he is probably, I mean, yeah. He's, he's such a, a cool human. Great musician, amazing yeah. person. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sorry, Stephen, you're a freaking awesome MC. all right? Yeah. No ifs, ands, or buts, awesome MC. I mean, great musician. MC man, dude, you you liven up the crowd. You get them, you get them, you get them going, and it's uh, that's. And he hopefully you, will be my senior vice commander next year. Well, I'm telling you, we need to double barrel this dude and get him on the TSP and get him on the TPO. We've been podcast. trying. We've so been trying. we <laughs> trying to narrow him down. This guy is like the Tasmanian devil. Know, he is just he's, moving everywhere. He's he's hard, and you have to give into consideration. He does have five children, and they kind of take That's up true. most of his time. Yep. So all the Cochran clan and, and Megan, um, love you. Um, we need to get your husband on the TSB and TPO. Yep. Got to get him on the podcast because he is – it's like I was telling my wife after we met him here in Colorado, there's just something about the way he tells stories, whether, oh, they're, what, yes, whether they're very heartfelt stories or whether they're funny stories. It doesn't matter. You Both. are glued to every word when he delivers. And it's like, you are podcast gold, Stephen. We need to have you on, buddy, and just get him talking about some things. You yeah, know, I and, remember uh, when I first met him, man, he was, I mean, I was like glued to his yeah. hashtag Nazaria, hashtag invasion <laughs> stories. And I'm like, yes, Stephen, I said it. I'm sorry. I took your hashtag. But <laughs> but this is funny. He's like, I'm sorry, this is really funny. Um, I'm like, he's like, I'm Stephen Cochran. And I'm like, well, who's Stephen Cochran? He's like, Google me, bitch. I'm like, <laughs> and I did. And I Googled him. I was like, oh, shit. And his picture, by the way, is at the museum in Paris Island. Really? Where to God? Oh my gosh, that is I will, too good. I will, when I'm when I'm there on next Thursday, uh, not this Thursday, but next Thursday, I will yep. take a picture and I will send it to you. Please do, please do. That that but would be he phenomenal. He is famous at the museum of Paris Island. That is fantastic. So when you graduate I, boot camp, you get to go on a free day and you yep. get to go look at the museum. And you go in there, and you're going to see this, this music, uh, this musician guy with his guitar and his back then platinum blonde hair. I was going to say, is it the long blonde hair pick? Oh it, it yeah, was, it, it wasn't long, but it was like, it, yeah, I guess, it, yeah, I guess it was longer like, than it is now. It's like soccer mom long. Oh yeah, you know. <laughs> 
Oh my god. That's Steven, right, Steven. Steven. I just said I soccer mom. Steven, I didn't say that. He did. Okay. He just called you a soccer mom, so you're gonna he, have to regulate that situation. He called me Greg or Gary or something, looking right at me on stage, and he's finally he's like, Gene, that's what it is. And I'm like, Oh, thanks, dog. Well yeah. <laughs> But you'll see him. Um, you'll, yeah, you'll see him. Uh, you'll see him at Paris Island, which uh, Steven's great. I love him to That's death. That's cool. Yep. Um, he he's got such a big heart, and so is Brian Romans, and so is everyone from Stop Twenty Two. Have you it's met been... Have you met Micah yet? No, no. I really wanted to at this uh, last event. I was hoping to catch him there. I know he came through. I just I think uh, Julie and I had left by then. We had been uh, traveling since like. Two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So by the time eight o'clock rolled around, seven well, thirty, we got old and and went back to our Airbnb. <laughs> Micah is um he's a three eight marine, same as me. Mike and I, awesome. I I met I met him, I met him when I was leaving the Marine Corps. He was a boot. I mean, he was just a he was a fresh boot drop, and right. I met him just once, and I totally. I, as soon as I um as as soon as I saw him, I was like, "Dude, Michael, what's up, man?" And he's like, "Far," and, and we had him on our, our the the Scuttlebutt podcast. Great musician, lives in East Tennessee. Um, he's very bluegrassy. Yep. Um, he is he is an he's got an amazing voice. Everybody from Stop Twenty Two, like Brian, knows how to pick them, man. Yeah. Like those, all those guys, they know how to play. All of them. Sal, Daniel. Um, I can't even remember who the, I can't remember who the Chris. Vietnam vet is. Uh, Chris Turner, of course, uh, Malachias. Yep. I would yep. be remiss if I didn't mention the newbie to stop 22, my VSO Malachias doc. Um, amazing awesome. man. Yeah. Uh, great VSO and great musician. Randy Jackson. Randy Jackson. Yeah. Yep. Of course. He and Brian. Tyler uh, J. I, you can't, I mean, Tyler J. You can't, I'll I mean, tell you. I, when I first He's heard awesome. about the when I first heard about the Stop Twenty Two, I I didn't uh, I didn't do my homework. I didn't go out and research online, um, but I knew that Stop Twenty Two thing was showing up here in Colorado at the Wall, and so the Wall gets here. Brian, everybody here, we did the escort in. Um, the boys show up. We had Stephen, Sal, and Tyler J all yeah. show up that night. Um, one of the the first nights. The weather's getting ridiculously cold for November for us here in in Colorado. So we go inside to the Shields, and Shields is an outdoor uh, store. It's like a Cabela's best. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Except a little bit more on the fashion and some of the household items, you know, uh, along with the sports. But at any rate, um, they have a huge Ferris wheel right in the center of the store, a full size store. Yeah, the store is that big. And Tyler's Tyler's looking. That's cool. Yeah. Tyler's looking around. He set up with an amp and his guitar and a stool right in front of this Ferris wheel, right in the middle of Shields, and started cranking out some tunes. And the moment he opened his mouth and started singing, I look over at my wife and I'm like, oh, I was kind of expecting to maybe hear some bar bands, you know, type thing. Yeah. I didn't I didn't realize the level of talent that these guys and then, of course, then when I get a chance to hear Sal and Steve and I'm like, oh, my Lord. I mean, yeah, these guys are national level. You know, these are these guys could be on a label anywhere yeah. and should be, you know, by now. 
it's, and then of course, then I started doing my homework and I'm like, yeah, I'm an idiot. Yeah. If I had looked at this, I'd have seen the history of these guys. These are accomplished, accomplished, you know, artists. And they are. I love how each one of them kind of, it's, it's the same genre. It's real country. You it's get, real outlaw. It's rock. You get something different every. But it's very yeah. unique. Yeah, from each one of them, and uh, yeah, it's it was impressive, and we were just beside ourselves. Super cool to sit there just uh, on a uh, in the RV with Brian and everybody as we're staying warm in there, and Stephen and Sal start plucking out some tunes, just hanging out, you know. And it's like, man, See, what, a, what an unbelievable I'm, deal. I'm jealous. I've never I've never been in that. Well, I mean, one time. One time I actually have, I actually drove the stop 22 bus nice. to Chattanooga. Um, that is a trip. I will not, I'm not going to talk about it because I can't, but that is sworn to secrecy. I am sworn to secrecy on that trip, but I'm never will forget. It was me and Sal and Steven and Travis McVeigh from Heroes Vodka. And I think there was somebody, Oh, and, um, um, shit, uh, Andrew Shaver. Nice. We were all together. We were doing. They were doing some VFW thing, and yeah, I, yeah, it was a great concert. But great, I've healing never, brotherhood. I've never driven that bus ever again. Yeah, yeah. Nope. No, the thing. The thing I love the most is just uh, each one of these songs, man. Uh, I I can feel the impact. Yeah. You know, uh, and I'm I've not been in in y'all's boots, but I can only um, I can only imagine what it must feel like to have, you know, those words and have those lyrics and have somebody singing, you know, there's an immediate bond. There's an immediate, you know, effect that that music has with people out there. And yeah, it's a, it's a major part of the Romans warrior foundation. There's no doubt about it. The wall and the stop 22 are our major, major two areas. The field ops we're in addition to, we're hoping to build our, you know, area up as big, but you know, we'll, we're still the, we're the new kid on the block. We got to take some time with it, but well, for sure I, that, that wall and uh, the stop 22 are the, are the major, major lifeblood of the RWF for sure. Well, I was, it's funny that you mentioned that. I was just talking to Brian about the wall and how I'm trying. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of this group. But it's called Irreverent Warriors. I have. You have heard of them. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Well, I was gonna I was gonna hook you up with uh, Natasha in Colorado. Nice. She is the lead coordinator for the Colorado Springs hike. Okay. I'm actually trying to get a hike um, in Murfreesboro because one, we have thirty thousand vets here in Rutherford County, but we also have one in Nashville. And I used to be the lead coordinator for Nashville back in 2019. And then I worked for IW for probably about three years until I stepped down to uh, focus in on my VFW. But I just talked to um, to Cindy, uh, the CEO of Irreverent Warriors, Mama Bear, um, and Nate uh, McDonald, fellow Marine and uh, COO of Irreverent Warriors. And I know Brian's been talking to him, too. Nice. But I want to get the wall at some of these events. Um, yeah. Start small, obviously. Because they've got 125 plus hikes around the country and internationally now. That's awesome. And the That's mission awesome. statement for Irreverent Warriors is um, we bring veterans together using humor and camaraderie to prevent veteran suicide and promote mental uh, health. That's awesome. That and is awesome stuff. It was it, it was a good time for me. Um, I actually had to be six months sober to get my own hike. Um, it went off great. Donnie O'Malley was there. Um, and then I, then I, you know, then I was a district, uh, coordinator. Then I was a regional. And then after that, I just, 
I had to take a break uh, because this VF this chaplain thing came into, um, and I really wanted to, I really wanted to focus in on that. And but this year, I'm actually going. I haven't been to a hike. I went to the Nashville hike last year, but I will be going to like four or five hikes this upcoming year: uh, Savannah, Kansas City, um, Nashville, and Jacksonville, North Carolina. Because one. It gets me to get to go to Campbell June, and that's an excuse. Just do the hike because I'm going nice. to Campbell June. Nice. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding <laughs> to Miss Dunaway, who's a lead coordinator for Jacksonville, who's awesome, by the way. But um, I want to. I want to try like the VFW. I, I, you know, I'm going to say this. Um, we've been trying to get the VFW and IW to to have a you know some talks and. National wise, not not just post district state. I'm talking national you know, VFW, you know, help. Um, right. It's taking some time, but they are talking, uh, which is good. It's good. It's good. I don't know what's going on with that because that's uh, that's national level. I'm not an I'm, I'm a national recruiter. I'm not a national officer. So, right. But um, we're trying to get. Um, we've been trying to get this for years. Finally, something is starting, uh, which is good. Um, and, and you know, yeah, and that's there's great. a lot of and, moving parts with that. A lot stuff of moving too. parts, and yeah. having the wall. Like, I've even given Brian, um, the director of operations for the VFW, his email. I'm not nice. giving you. I'm sorry, Brian. I can't give you his phone number yet, but I will when it's <laughs> when it's the right time. But um, you know, I want I want Brian to reach out to him. Um, yep. He's because he's one of my mentors too. Um, That's awesome. Like he had me doing because um, Jesse James Dupree, you remember from Jackal, mm-hmm. huge supporter of the VFW, and I was, I was one of his uh, POCs in Tennessee for concerts that he would did. Like he did a concert at the Signal. I went to the VFWs to try and um, to try and um, you know do a raffle for his chainsaw. He was at the shed in Maryville. Right. Uh, but now. Now it's some. Now there's another band out there, which I, I really I can't talk about it now because it's so new. But why don't you? I why don't you make yourself scarce for May 11th, 12th, and 13th in Maryville, <laughs> Tennessee, and come down with me and get VIP access, or I'll try to get VIP access for you. I know I'll get it. Um, to come see this band, just like the music. I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna give you the name, but the genre. Just think Black Crows and Widespread Panic came together. <laughs> nice. Okay. They're nice. that good. And they've been around since 2001. And they're from Atlanta. Okay. Those are the only clues I'm going to give you. I was going to say, you, you're going to get yourself in trouble here. You give away too much more. I know. I can't. Yeah, awesome. I can't. But they're amazing. I went in Chattanooga and I'm, I, I had, oh my God, I had a ball. That's and awesome. these guys are going to be helping out uh, the VFW and, and, Helping out um, Georgia, Florida, Alabama, and Tennessee, and then they're going to go a little bit. It's going to start small and then go big. Very cool. Very very cool. So I just I can't get in trouble because some of the stuff that I've mentioned has been from national people, but I can't outright well, and, say it. And don't worry, it's probably going to be you know about three weeks before this airs because we've I've got like for the next two weeks I've got episodes already scheduled. So okay, this, good. This will this will hit. Probably middle of March is when this we'll get this one. How uh, long are your? Up. How long do you? How, how long do you go? I mean, I, how long are your um, your episodes like hour half, two hours? 
Yeah, well, this one's about an hour and a half. <laughs> so yeah. We've been going. I, most of the time, they're about an hour. Uh, but every now and again, when the content's good and when we're chatting, dude, uh, I, just, oh, I just let it roll. That just so, warms that that warms yeah. that warms my teak heart because <laughs> I am a I am a teak I am a fraternity member of the Tau Kappa Epsilon fraternity. Sorry, that's all right. That's that was right. a little little plug for my teak brothers who I don't even talk to anymore, but yet I did so much drinking with in college. You should tag them when this episode comes. Oh, I'm out. going to. Yeah, so they can, you know, they can. Well, I, I'm going to and... see. Um, I'm going to be down at my college the end of March, um, for a because I was a rower. I was a hockey player and a rower. Those were my two nice. sports that I was really good at. And when I went covered to college, both ends there. Nice. Yeah, because um, I wasn't good at lacrosse. I wasn't good at soccer. I was terrible at football. Um, but there were two sports that I was very good at: hockey. Um, I still have a missing tooth, by the way. Nice. Nice. Um, what, are the, and, what are the chicklets? And, and, yeah, exactly. And rowing. Um, my dad rode at Stanford. Um, my, my brother and I both rode at boarding school. And then Matt, my brother rode for University of Washington. Wow. And I rode for Rollins College in Florida. I, you know, I, I rode at Henley. I rode internationally. Um, I even part of the rowing club here in Nashville called the National Rowing Club. But I was really good at that sport. Um, and we have our fifth, uh, our r- rowing, our our crew rowing reunion oh, wow. at Rollins College um, in the spring, uh, March 22nd to the 26th. So you're going to see my fat ass in a, in a rowing <laughs> unisuit. And I will oh. I will post pictures, man. A unisuit? Unisuit, just like the, the wrestlers use. No. But the rowers, we have, I actually, dude, it's in the closet. I mean, You're you like, can't. Andrew, yeah. I put the O in speedo far. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And, no. dude, my gut is going to like, I used to not have this gut. When I was, dude, when I was 19, 20 years old, I didn't have a gut. I was. I was didn't a, we all? I was yeah. 108, 190 pounds. Yep. I looked awesome. And then, then I got fat, went to college, gained about, and then I worked in the civilian sector for probably about three years. Then I joined the yep. Corps. I was 230 when I went to boot camp. 192 when I left. I got down to 182, Battle of Ramadi. And now I'm a a whopping 244 right yeah. now. You and I are, are sitting around the same way. I'm actually probably closer to 250. And it's I could blame COVID or pretzels filled with peanut butter you know or what? whatever. You know, I, let me tell you. Okay, I this just, is, it's just getting older. You know, I got to get rid of this gut. This is no a fail safe. It. This, I, I have seen already a tremendous change. Now, it only, this is Lent, but I'm going to continue it on. But this black fast I'm doing, I was 252 on Wednesday. I'm 245, wow. 244 today. See, I'm one of those goofballs, though, that I have to watch my sugar. Um, I'm, yeah. not di- I'm not diabetic, but I could be if I don't pay attention to what's going on. Yeah, I, yeah, and so I, hear you. I I get these stupid sugar things that happen, and yeah, that's that. I'm old, and I wear readers I, now. Katrina, and... my my wife is the same <laughs> way. Um, she's got to watch her sugar. Yeah. Um, she's you know I, I love my wife, and I love her more than life itself. I, that and, fasting and, thing doesn't work for folks that have to watch. Well, she stuff, can. You know? She's got. Um, she gets uh, like if she doesn't eat, she gets real like um, she'll yep. faint and she'll pass yep. out. So she can't do the fasting thing. I yep. 
Same. I have been actually doing intermittent fasting for since August. So That's I'm wild. I'm I that preparation made me ready for this fast, which it's still kicking my ass. I I, I, I haven't eaten since five fifth uh, no uh six six fifteen this morning. Sunrise <laughs> was at six twenty four. <laughs> I I I should have ate like an like an hour ago, but I am gotcha. so involved and uh, into this whole podcast we got going on right here. Heck yeah. Well, listen, man, you know, we need to absolutely start uh, brainstorming during, during this season about how we can help work each other together. And, yep. you know, if, if the True Patriot Outfit is, becomes a, a brother podcast to the to the TSP, man, anything we can do on our end to help you guys, absolutely we'll do it. You know, that uh, would some, that some would be amazing. We can send your way. And like I said, when Fleet gets back, we should we should just all sit around and uh have some coffee or whatever, and, and uh, uh, yeah, we connect stre- up through yeah, streamyard, and just have a meeting just like this, or a Zoom or whatever, and find out what it is we can do to help each other, man. Because the mission you guys are on with that is something we love, um, and the mission and, you are on, I mean, because we're like uh, we're all serving yeah, the same people. We're all we're all right? serving the same people. Exactly. You took the words. You just finished my <laughs> uh, my thought. <laughs> So, so I guess yeah, we're man. turning it to like a Brian Romans gene. That's what I'm saying. Kind of thing. Which, you know, which and, by the way, Brian Romans, we love you. We miss you. Um, and we, we wish you the best wherever you are, which you are two hours away. You're two hours <laughs> south of me right now. And that's right. I'll be there on the seventh, dude. That's uh that would be super cool, man. Like I said, reach out to him. No, sure no, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to text him right after I get off figure a kayak out and that would be super cool to get us all out there and uh, we'll see if we can what go time find do you guys fish what time do you guys uh start like early oh, in the morning yeah yeah it'd be best we'll get out um we'll you know we'll play it by ear and see what's going on you know okay. so seven o'clock or whatever whatever i don't know when the sun comes up out there right now i'm about right to now it's out. uh six six twenty five tomorrow so Got it's it. probably going to be six forty five um next week yeah if i'm we just get, guessing uh, we get out you know seven between seven and eight it would be just fine i think i'm gonna have to leave at four o'clock in the morning so you're gonna make me get up at three have my coffee and then drive the muscle shoals okay i'll do it no problem (laughs) if it's free for you and brian fuck yeah look at that Yep. Well, listen, I man. I said it again. That's all right. That's right. We are looking forward to the future and doing a ton more. Folks, get out and follow these guys at uh, the Scuttlebutt uh, podcast. If you uh, if you haven't seen them yet, definitely go out there, follow Chap Combat Chaps, and follow Fleek. Um, these guys are doing amazing work out there. They have great episodes, and uh, you will absolutely, for sure, uh, enjoy the stuff you're seeing. As always. Smash that subscribe for us button here with the True Patriot Outfitters. I can't tell you what uh, what good that does for us. It helps the supporters that that get behind all these missions, man. Um, give a I'll follow. Do, to I'll both do that of us. right after I get off. Oh, I appreciate that. No yeah. problem, sir. And listen, uh, folks out there at home, as always, like we always say, tight lines and be safe.